Welcome to the Compliance Perspectives Podcast. I'm Adam Schultz from the Society of Corporate Compliance and Ethics and Healthcare Compliance Association. Joining us today from Irvine is Christy Granhart, who's the CEO of Spark Compliance Consulting. She's also a frequent speaker at our conferences at SCCE and as well as others. And as somebody who's really set about in a really great way to get to know the compliance community and take advantage of what it has to offer and, and to involve others. And what we're gonna be talking today about is really how to get the most out of a conference. Uh, first, Christy, thanks for talking to us again and for you know, all, all the things you've done at our conferences over the years. Hi, Adam, thank you so much for having me. I love conferences. It is coming up to conference season and I find I get so much energy. I'm, I'm a total extrovert, um, but I'm genuinely jazzed about this and I'm excited about our topic. Well, I, I'm looking forward to it too, both our meetings and some of the others that I'll be going to. Uh, actually, I'm about to go to a conference as an attendee, which will be very exciting for me. Let's talk about going to meetings to get the most out of them. Um, first, what should someone do before attending the meeting to make sure that they fully benefit from all the learning at it? So the first thing I would say is if there are multiple tracks or multiple options, really set aside an hour, maybe two, to review your sessions beforehand. So you want a game plan. The, the worst thing is to try to figure it out on the day. If you have a 10-minute coffee break trying to, to frantically look for which sessions are available, you really want to make sure that you have a plan going into it. So I would say choose your topics. Think about what you want to learn. Um, what's your three-year plan? What do you need to know for your three-year plan? And also, who do you need to know? So while you choose your topics, you should also really look at the speakers, what organizations they come from. Do you want to meet them afterward? There's nothing easier than going up at the end of a session to say, I loved your session. It's so nice to meet you. My name is et cetera. So really look at that. Um, and personally, I like to choose a mix of topics I want to know, people I want to meet, and also choosing speakers I know are good um, there are some folks that I would always choose sessions from, uh, not to call too many out, but, you know, Robert Bond or Jonathan Armstrong or Gwen Hassan, or there's so many of them that, you know, when you see their names on there, you think, oh, Mary Shirley's good. I want to see her. I know I'm going to a session that's going to have a good speaker at least once in the day. And that can really make sure that I have a good experience. Um, so you want some of that variety. Uh, I would also say to plan time to work and answer emails so you're not doing it during the session. Um, you're there to learn and to network, so really choose to be present. Um, one of my favorite mantras from yoga is be here now. And whenever I'm at a conference and things are pulling me in other directions and I wanna be working on my work or a client or something, I think I am here now, I will not be here in an hour, be here now. And if I know that an hour from now I plan to do my email or to respond to that, that's okay. I need to be here now. So I'm planning for my day. And that's a really important point. I can't tell you how often, you know, we all see people running out of the room because they've got to do a call or an email and it really does defeat the purpose of being there in the first place. If all you're doing is sitting in the room, answering email while somebody talks and you really don't have the mental bandwidth to listen. Um, is there anything else people should do to prepare beyond picking sessions and speakers? Yeah, I think you should pre-plan your networking as much as possible. Uh, so LinkedIn is the magic for all of this, right? Uh, one of the ways to find out who's going to the conference is obviously looking at the speaker agenda. But one of the best ways I've found to pick up you know, who's going is to literally do a post and say, hey, I'm going to this fantastic conference. Who else is going? Let me know in the comments. 
So if it's someone you know that says they're going, fantastic, plan a meetup, message them on the system or email them if you know them. And if someone you don't know says they're going, frankly, that can be even better, right? Say, that's so great, I'd love to meet up with you. So now you have a plan to see some people. Um, if someone has written a book or article, whether it's on their topic or not, especially if they're a speaker, try to read it ahead of time. Um, and then personally, I like to know where I'm going for dinners or cocktails or the off time. So a lot of the exhibit hall vendors at the larger conferences in particular will have dinners or a cocktail and appetizer party. So if you're going to be on your own or you're new in the industry, I would look at the exhibitor list, especially if you use one of the vendors. Contact the reps, ask if they're doing any social events you could join, because that's a, an easy environment as opposed to a giant conference hall to feel like you can talk to people. Um, and the last thing I would say is actually look for the hashtags that are being used. Most of the conferences now have their hashtag and you can search by hashtag on LinkedIn to find all the posts relating to the conference in one place. If it's multi-day, you can comment on the posts, talk to the people who are posting. They tend to be very connected and it'll give you the best review so you can plan on who will be there, especially ahead of time if people are using those hashtags. That's a great piece of advice. I mean, I have to admit, I look through LinkedIn and sort of see what's going on, but I, I'm very negligent on the hashtag part of things. So you've talked a lot about networking, and if you're not a natural networker, what are some ways to come out of your shell and feel more comfortable connecting with people you know, who are total strangers? Yeah. So I was at a conference about a month ago and uh, they had an exercise that they did in a networking session where you weren't allowed to use your name or where you're from. And they described different types of networkers as being you know, reluctant or people who really like to give and take. And there's all these different categories. And you turn to the person next to you and ask what their type was. And the conversations became so rich so quickly. It was a real eye opener to me to see how different it was to ask questions they're more meaningful than, you know, where do you work? And so I, I was thinking about what those look like. And, and one of the examples that the person on the stage said is to ask, what are you excited about right now? When people are excited about hmm. something, they want to talk about it, right? Like what's exciting in your life right now? Uh, people like to talk about things that they enjoy. Things like, did you have a summer vacation? Where did you go? Uh, when you're not at work, what's your favorite thing to do? Uh, if we're coming up into this next period, that's going to be holidays pretty quickly. Ask something like, what's your favorite? Are you celebrating you know, Thanksgiving? Are you celebrating anything over the Christmas or Hanukkah holidays? Um, what do you, what's your favorite thing to do then? Or do you dress up for Halloween? Just anything that makes it so you're having a personal connection where people can talk about something other than work because they've been talking about work all day. And when all else fails, my favorite go-to is where did you come in from? Because that immediately at least gives you a sense of place. So if it's you know the big conference, right? Um, the CEI, you can usually see on their tag, like where they're from, but it's actually really helpful. Where did you come in from? Because if the answer is, you know, Chicago, oh, you live locally, what kind of restaurant should I go to? Do you have any recommendations? Or if they say Singapore, I can either say, oh, I love Singapore. I went to the night zoo there. It was so cool. Have you been recently? Or I've never been to Singapore. What do you recommend I do if I went? So you're giving people something else to say other than the speech again. Uh, and the last thing I would say is uh, people, if you don't remember, if you met them, which happens to me all the time, because I do so much speaking and go so many places, uh, I, I have chosen to say, it's so nice to see you as opposed to so nice to meet you, uh, because you avoid that super awkward moment if you don't remember meeting somebody. 
and I think the last thing I would say is to remember that nobody feels comfortable. I am a natural uh, networker and extrovert, and I still go into rooms if I don't know somebody and go, oh, Lord, okay, <laughs> I have to do this. I've got to do this. We're all kind of panicking. We're all practicing. And if you can remember that, then it gives you a human ability to just connect with whoever the other person is because they're awkwardly standing around too. And I, to build on that, I'd say, you know, one of the things that I've learned and I wish people realized more is like the rules sort of don't apply at a conference. You know, if you may pass someone on the street, there's rules about what you do and don't talk. And usually it defaults to let's not talk. If you're at a conference, people are there to meet each other. So it's not a bad thing to do. And I run the speed networking exercise at our meetings. And what's funny is when you tell people, look, you're here to meet each other and you only have five or six minutes to do it. There's no hesitation. People just don't have a choice. They dive in and it's easy for them to do. And, you know, you need to realize sort of once you walk into that conference center, everything is like that. There's only so many hours of the day. There's all these people you have in common, uh, something or a lot with. Take advantage of it. No one's going to be mad at you for saying hi. Uh, good to meet you. Um, now, let's talk about after the meeting. You know, you've met a lot of people. You've gotten a lot of new ideas. How do you leverage that and not just get caught back up in the day-to-day -day and have it all just sort of quickly fade into a memory? I think it's separate from people and ideas. So one of the things I like to do is really take, uh, take ideas as I see them and hear them. I am the type who has a notebook for every, and every day is a new entry in my notebook. And so when I'm at a conference, I just have a big you know, conference day and I'm writing down the things that I think are interesting or that I might use so that I have that all collected on that day in one place and can go back to it to try to figure out how to make those things work. Um, really interesting, Adam, at the last conference I was at, I had several people say, let me connect with you on LinkedIn now. And we would open our apps and find each other on LinkedIn. Because if you notice, I'm sure you have, there are lots of people who have strange variations of their names or they only use uh, one version of it or they have a middle initial when you can't find them, especially if they've got common name. And so what I've seen happen recently is this phenomenon where you take out your LinkedIn app and you find them then and you say connect. I think it's brilliant because you're not even trying to decipher the name later on. You're finding it right, right away. Um, if I've got a really good connection, someone I really like, I will follow up with an email or ask them for an email, message them uh, immediately. And also, if you have promised some sort of follow up, so you said, oh, my goodness, I've read this great article. I'll send you the link. Do it that night so that you continue that relationship quickly. Sooner is always better. And when you're planning for next year, a lot of people go to the same conferences. Uh, take a look at the people you met, uh, reconnect via LinkedIn, via email, and you know, touch base by asking if they're going again or post again, hey, going back to that conference, who's coming with me? Um, even if the people aren't going with you or they say no, you might have the opportunity to reconnect and say, oh, gosh, I hope to see you next time. It was so good meeting you. And that just reinforces every single time you go to a conference that your network gets bigger and better. Let me add just one thing to that is uh, take advantage of the memo field in Outlook or notes, I think it's called, where when you put that person's contact into Outlook, write down where you met them 
and what you talked about so you can remember if they reach out or if you need to reach out to that person you talk to about whatever and you can't remember your, that name, you can find it. And it's also easy, you know, to your point about if you're going to go next year, you can run a search in Outlook and, you know, put in whatever the conference name is and see all the people you met there and then just quickly send them a note. Uh, well, Christy, thank you for sharing this advice with us. I want to thank all of you for taking the time to listen. I'm Adam Schultz from SCCE and HCCA. I hope we're able to expand your compliance and conference perspective. <music>